You've tuned in to a four-headed sausage production. Don't touch that dial. Stay tuned in because your favorite program is coming up next. Hello now. My name is Leonard Sweetwater and I'm here to tell you all about my mind show. I won't take too much of your time, but today we've got a very interesting show. If you want to hear more from me, then you got to find out what I got planned for the Marchetti family. You understand? All right, now, pull up a chair, sit back, relax, and let's get into this show now. Hello, and welcome. To the My Mind podcast, episode number 80. Number 80. That's incredible. That is incredible. Number 80. Thank you, Mr. Sweetwater, for that intimidating and somewhat odd introduction. But look, we made it. We're here. First of all, how are you? That's very good. Yes. Yes. I am also good. Yes, I did go away. I'll tell you about it. Okay. We'll talk soon. So, <laughs> now that that's done, welcome back. Welcome back to the show. It's been a very, very good week. I've seen some friends. I've seen some old friends. I've seen a friend who I hadn't seen in like four years, it felt like. <laughs> I hadn't seen him in so long, and it was so nice. He got married. He came over. You know who you are, Mr. Ham. Congratulations. And. It was just so nice seeing him and it really motivated me to want to, he's in Ireland at the minute or not now. I think he flies out soon, but it really, it really motivated me to really try, like try harder to get over there. I got some stuff I need to do with the car and then I'm getting over there. We're taking this podcast international. We're going to do an episode in Ireland with Irish people. Maybe, I don't know, (laughs) but we're definitely going to go over there. It really motivated me to get over there. I have this horrible fear of flying where I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it sober. At least I have to be semi hammered and which is so bad because that's not the way life should be. <laughs> I shouldn't have to get hammered to get on a plane. It's this fear that I have that I'm working on. I am working on it. I'm maybe just a couple more f- sessions in my own therapy and thoughts I can, I can work it out and we can sort it out and we can make it happen. But it was awesome. It's so nice seeing friends and it's good to see it. Like he, he's doing so well. And, and it was just, it was just nice to see. We played this game called uh, secret Hitler and it was a group of us and we're playing this game. And I, I, I don't know. I feel like adult board games, they're like coming in, they're coming in full effect. You know, I, I didn't think they had this much pull and this much sway. Then, um, it, then, it, then in previous years, I feel like this is the, the high time of adult board games because like, I think that's what the pandemic kind of did or, you know, whatever the isolations and stuff, they kind of took away the go have a beer at the pub with your friends aspect or, you know, that kind of stuff. So it created this, well, we need to entertain ourselves. So how do we do that? Oh, we'll play a board game, Monopoly, Twister, Uno, or whatever. And then I don't know. I feel like these these games, 
just kind of came out of nowhere. And this one was called Secret Hitler. It was a really good game. And it's basically about, well, it's about, you know, someone's a Hitler, which is crazy. Like, how did that game pass <laughs> any kind of standard? Any kind of, um, <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. So, <laughs> crazy. Honestly, crazy. But the the idea of the game is that one person's a Hitler one person's a fascist and the rest are liberals and the liberals need to get their bills passed, their policies passed to beat Hitler and Hitler needs to, um, slowly take out the liberals, <laughs> I guess. And the fascists need to help Hitler cause they know who Hitler is, but Hitler doesn't know who his fascist is. Anyway, it was a really interesting game. We played about three or four times and it was fun. It was a good game. And then we played this game, Monikers, which I had never played before. Like growing up, we didn't, we weren't a charade family, you know, it was, it was less about like the games we kind of played, but you just bog standards, you know, pool, Monopoly, um, you know, video games and stuff like that. So we really, I, I feel like I missed out in my childhood, the, the charading, the charades, because the only charade was like my Arnie Yellen. <laughs> The only charade was how ashamed she was of all of us. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so I, I'm not versed in the charade world, you know. So there's like all these different gestures and hand movements. And for me, it's really hard to 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 say without saying. Right? I can't, I can use my hands when I talk, but I can't talk with my hands I would be horrible at sign language I am horrible at sign language it's, it's something that I'd love to learn but it's just not I, I can't do it <laughs> I would try I'll try my darndest but I just I just don't think it's in me to to kind of fully to to do you know I just can't I can't do it but anyway we had lots of fun and it was great it was a wonderful time and I, I really enjoyed hanging out with with my friends you know because it's something that you don't necessarily take for granted these days, but you definitely, I don't know, as you get older, you don't seem to have as many interactions, you know, because I've got family commitments and work and all the rest of it. So it makes it harder. It makes it harder to do these things. And I'm a, I'm a work-life separate kind of guy. So I, I, you know, that was my problem at previous jobs is that I would just hang out with people from work outside of work. And then, you know, you just get sick of them and it's so annoying. It's like, oh, oh now I've got to, I like, hung out with this guy for two days. Now I've got to go to work with him for six. <laughs> Damn. Damn, that sucks, you know, but that is what it is. That's kind of what you expect in hospitality because you don't see it. Every, every other friend doesn't work your hours. So the friends you have that work your hours work at your work. <laughs> even like friends at other hospitality venues where you have friends, they don't work the same hours because they, you know, they operate and you know, you might be a restaurant and work from two to 11 and they might work in a cafe that six to two, you know, you, you don't really get that time, but you know, it's what it is. It's all good. So on another note, I have been relentlessly, confused about my childhood with some memories 
I am so foggy. <laughs> My memory's hazy, you know? I had this memory of this game, Dragon Ball Z Budokai 2. Of all the Budokai games, I loved them. Loved playing them. They were the best games ever. They were this cool uh, side-scroll kind of 3D fighting game where it wasn't... It was more set up like Tekken and Street Fighter rather and Mortal Kombat rather than set up like uh, kind of... Um, like a like a free roaming game kind of thing. So the battles took place within a side scroller. So one on the left, one on the right, and then you'd, you know, run towards each other and fight or whatever. So it was awesome. It's cool. It's the best game ever. So I held on to this memory and I thought that this memory was Budokai 2, Dragon Ball Z Budokai 2. In actual fact, it's not. <laughs> it never was. <laughs> it never was. The, the game I remember wasn't even this game. How crazy is that? Have you ever had that memory? Have you ever had a memory that's so like burnt into you, but then when someone turns it on you, it's not even the right memory? <laughs> oh, it sucks. Because <laughs> I, I was so adamant. I'm quite stubborn. And my friend was like, nah, man, like you're thinking of, the game you're thinking of is number three. And I was like, there's no way. I... In, distinctly remember putting in the disc putting in the disc for number two and this being the game and he looks at it or he says to me there's no way there's no way that this is the game you're thinking of because the game you're thinking of is number three and we got into this not an argument but like a disagreement and i always had him convinced of my blurred confused memory and he was like nah nah so we googled the gameplay and it turns out i was incredibly wrong <laughs> incredibly wrong i couldn't believe it this memory that i had and held on to wasn't even the right memory i had been so dazed and confused that it wasn't even the right memory that i was taken away it was someone else's <laughs> maybe not someone else's but it wasn't even what it, what 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 i needed it's not the memory i needed at that time I'd messed up. I messed up so bad. Because I'm a fan. I, I recently started, I think I said it last week. I recently started watching Dragon Ball Z Super. So it's gotten me in the mood to play those games. You wouldn't believe how hard this game is to find. And then, on top of that, getting it to work on an Xbox Series X. Because I'm going to tell you now, I ordered one. And I don't know. I just don't know if it's going to work. <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm so worried. Because what if I bought this game for nothing? I'm going to have to like resell it or something. Or possibly buy an Xbox 360, which the game came on. But like, honestly, they should just do a game. They should just like, the Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, like it's pretty good, but it's no Budokai. You know, like the story's cool and it's pretty awesome, but... It's like, uh, it does this weird thing where it like automatically does combos. You're just pushing buttons and it's just like an automatic fight sequence, which in the other like traditional kind of, um, platform-based fighting games, sorry, I had something in my eye, 
their fighting is combo based so it's like punch punch kick kick and it'll do a sick combo and then you push your uh, circle or whatever and uh, you know it'll do like a power attack and stuff but with with the dragon ball z kakarot it's i don't know like it's good and it's nice and it's good to see it in like hd but and it's a good experience but i just i don't know there's something about the budokai like three because now i know that it's three because my memory is all hazy is that it is the best and most authentic dragon ball z experience you can experience for sure, hands down. If you want to play a Dragon Ball Z game and get the full experience of what Dragon Ball Z is, it's it's Budokai Three for sure. Kakarot's great and all, but in no way does Kakarot kind of capture how the the fighting kind of elements kind of combine in Budokai. Because in in it, you know, you can sidestep and dodge and do all that stuff but the camera's over the shoulder so in in no way in dragon ball z is there ever a fight scene where it's over the shoulder it's either you know you're flying with them first person or you're watching them and that's what the great thing about budokai is that you're watching the characters fight you know you are pl- essentially you're playing it but you're watching the fight unfold from you know like like you're sitting at home you know, and that's what you want from Dragon Ball Z. You don't re- necessarily want to be the characters. You do want to play as them and fight as them, but you don't want to. Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird thing for me. Like you, do, this is all from one man's perspective. You know, like you take away from this and tell me I'm an idiot. Whatever, I'm fine with that. But I feel like you you want Dragon Ball Z something you watch and you experience. It's not something you want to play and be a part of <laughs> in a weird way, do you know? Like you want to see your version of Goku for sure beat the snot out of Frieza, but you don't necessarily want to be Goku and change the narrative of like beating Frieza. I don't know. Is that weird? That's a little weird, eh? It's basically saying the same thing, but not saying it right. Anyway, what if you want to play an authentic dragon ball z game try and pick up budokai 3 i'm sure there's like an emulator you could pick up i might i might have a hunt around and see if there's one that you can like pick up but i don't know like the you probably just can't post stuff about like an emulator i mean you probably can it's it's been so long now and i guess the developers would like push to take it down like i'm pretty sure it was a bandai uh game like atari i'm pretty sure yeah Mm. a great game though Budokai 3, go check it out. I'm waiting for my copy, so maybe I'll put a, a clip up of it on on the on the YouTube. Maybe. Maybe I'll do like a, a Budokai 3 gameplay review. Yeah, when it comes and I work out how to play it. Maybe, you know, let me know in the comments. Is there a way I can put an Xbox 360 disk drive in the computer and it just works? <laughs> You know, is there a way that that happens? Can you download an emulator to make that happen? Hang on, I'll just sip my cafe. Is there a way that that happens? Or am I just like living in this weird futuristic? Have I just been playing Cyberpunk too long and I live in a weird future where things like this exist? <laughs> in real in real life and in actual fact. 
that doesn't exist and it's not even a thing. So I shouldn't even be like worried about it. I think it should be a thing. I 100% think it should be a thing. There's no, there's, it just, it just should be. It should be a thing for sure. Why wouldn't it be a thing? Anyway, enough about the thing. So in other news, I want to try and be more active in the sport that I love. You know, there's people that love sport and they, you know, not necessarily post about it and share stories about it and whatnot. I have like next to zero. The the most authentic experience of mixed martial arts, the sport that I love, that I have is, you know, going to jiu-jitsu. And, you know, that's that's probably, it was one of my favorite things until, you know, my, my body's just so sore. Like, I don't know. It's just my job is so physical at the moment that when I go to a physical sport, there's, it's, they're just both negatives and they both impact my life in the positive doesn't outweigh the negative because like one, like I said, my job is so physical and so demanding and so mentally taxing and jujitsu is so mentally taxing and so physically demanding that when I get home and I have spare time, it's filled with stretches and like relaxation so i don't have time to do any of this stuff because my body's so sore i can't even sit on a chair some days you know and then i go to work and yeah in the times it's the times just aren't correct like have a 6 30 class or something have a morning class it's i'm more about that have an early early morning class and i'd be much happier once you sort that out then i'm back i'm back in the gym you know i'm quite happy doing gym stuff at home but I'd like to, I'd love to get back into jujitsu, but I just can't commit to the time. Yeah, it's just, it's horrible. It sucks. It really sucks. But what I'm trying to say is I really want to try and, I don't know. I thought about doing like, like UFC and MMA memes, but I just, I don't know. It's so pointless. There's so many like, that's what I hate about, actually, just a quick rant. That's what I hate about media. is that there is so much news and so much content and so many good stories and obviously there's equal bad stories but in in journalism there's like a fine line between just utter nonsense like you know what diana wore in 1986 the blue dress she wore you know like there's news stories like that and then there's news stories about you know a recent earthquake in in the world or like lava spurting out into the sea, right? Like actual news. And then there's like mixed martial arts media, whereas <laughs> it, it's just so so bitchy and like taken out of context. Like there was this whole Michael Bisping and Conor McGregor like interaction on Twitter and it just, it like escalated. And then both part like one party was like, well, I got no beef. And then the other one like went on for a bit. He said like, you got no issues from me. Then they, they just like shook hands. and was like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> it was so weird. I don't know if it was just cause you know, uh, one party or both parties are a little bit nuts, but it was so, it was so strange. And I don't know. I find it's, it's like media today is just so clickbaity. And I, it's not that I endeavor and strive to be clickbait. I do the thumbnails because they entertain me. And I think it's a good thing for people to see that, oh, you know, it, it does create like that clickbait. And I, I definitely don't strive to be, but 
making a thumbnail is probably the funniest the funniest thing i can do in a week some days because there's some thumbnails that you look and you're just like what were you thinking no not necessarily what you're thinking but like why did you do this <laughs> this is this is pretty funny but why <laughs> yeah So, you can hear the music and you know that we're kind of wrapping up. Well, we are wrapping up because this is the end of the show. This is the end of the show. This is what we do. I'm going to have a guest, a very special guest, and we're going to wrap up a certain trilogy and then move on to the fourthology or the quadrilogy that is, you know what it is. If you've hung around this song in the show, if you've hung around for all 80 episodes, you know what I'm talking about, right? So... It doesn't matter. We've got some new recording techniques that we're willing to try. We are going to try and it is going to be sick. It's going to be awesome. But if you want to follow the show on the Instagram and the Facebook, on the Facebook, it's My Mind with Stefan Taylor and the My Mind with uh, Facebook page or Facebook group. You go leave a like there and follow the, follow the stories and all that good stuff. You can also go to the, the Instagram, which is, like I said, it's uh, the Instagram it's the Instagram. <laughs> it's my mind podcast with no vowels, M-Y-M-N-D-P-D-C-S-T. That's how you get there. And you can go to the YouTube channel of the same name, which is M-Y-M-N-D-P-D-C-S-T, which is so cool. We're doing the, I say we, but it's always me. <laughs> we are doing the surprise me challenge where you go into Xbox Games Pass or the Microsoft Games Pass and you hit surprise me and you play whatever game comes up and I, I like to do a quick gameplay and video of it. I like to just jump straight into it. There's no like weird tutorial or whatever. It's just like, let's go, let's play it and let's see if it's good or not. Usually it's pretty good. Sometimes it's not very good. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's just seeing what uh, Xbox either suggests for you or to see if it's a random algorithm. Like, cause everybody gets a different game. Some people get the same, but some people get different ones. So yeah. Anyway, have a wonderful week and we shall talk soon. Thanks for joining me and we'll see you next time.